Welcome to episode 16 of the RICC Radio Community News Desk. I'm Jennifer Gannon. Later in the programme, I'll be talking to Owen Megan, who's the editor of the local paper News 4, and he will be telling us all about what is going to be featured in their new June issue. But first, I spoke to Thomond Coogan, who is the Mature Years Access Coordinator at UCD, about courses that are available to all people um, who want to take maybe a different route to education uh, that are available in the college itself. You're very welcome. Thanks a million, Jennifer. It's lovely to be here. Um, We, I think as people, we may not realise that there are these different routes to education and that higher learning can be for a variety of different people. It's not just for those who are doing their leaving search or finishing their leaving search. Um, You can come back and study at any time. Can you tell us a little bit about the programme itself? I sure can. And I'll start out by saying that I'm now in the role of the person who interviewed me for a mature years access course about 20 years ago. Wow. So I know it from both sides of the fence and I can tell you that they work and I can tell you that the universities, all of them, are mad keen to get mature students in. Mm. And university access courses are one way for mature students to get into UCD and or any university. And a mature student is somebody over the age of 23. Okay. So <laughs> you feel mature post-23, that's what they're telling you to do. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I think the opportunities that are available to people that they might not realise, like the within Access Course, it gives you the opportunity to maybe sample out courses that you may have never considered before. And so you've got everything from law to engineering to arts courses as well. That's it, absolutely. And look... Even if somebody just wants to test the water, maybe they nev- maybe they don't want to go to university, maybe they just want to do a course that lasts for six or eight weeks. Those kind of courses are available as well. Mm. But like what I'm really here to talk about, I suppose, are the university access courses in UCD. And UCD is only a stone's throw away from Ringsend Irish Town. Mm. And um, it's an absolutely beautiful campus. You know, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's open to anybody. So, like, it's wide open in as much as Sandy Mount Beach and the South Dock is here (laughs) for walking and strolling around. The campus at Bellafield is open and, you know, it's beautiful lakes and woodland walks and everything open to everybody. So that's an open invitation that's there all the time for anybody who would like to just go out and see what it's like yeah. as well because I think a lot of people who haven't gone on to further education feel perhaps intimidated by it intimidated by the buildings themselves even or sure. like just the kind of atmosphere yeah. and then just to go out there yeah. and just experience it for yourself is such a different thing and if nobody in your family has been to university mm. why would you it's like going to another country how would you know the ropes exactly yeah so like and Knowing the ropes and learning the ropes and learning how to be a successful student is one of the things that an access course can do for students. And I should have said at the get go that I work in a unit called Access and Lifelong Learning, which is shortened to all. And all is what we're about is making UCD a university 
for all who want to come to university. It's not like nobody has to come to university. Yeah. We're not twisting anybody's arm. But if you do come to university, we want to have these pathways where you can come in. It's not all through that you know, narrow funnel that was the Leaving Cert before. Mm. And, you know, our arms are open. Uh, we have supports in place. We want to talk to people who are even thinking about it. And as I say, we have these two courses. One of them leads into BA and humanities courses, you know, where you might study languages or history, English. The other one is social sciences. Um, and the third one in that stream is law. So if anybody was harboring any notions about becoming a lawyer, a barrister, a judge or a solicitor, that, that would be the way to go. We need our Erin Brockoviches. We need our working class <laughs> women, female lawyers. That's we what sure we need. Do. But we can't forget the men either. Oh, no, we can't. We can't. We have to <laughs> put them in somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but for, other pe- for people as well, that um, lifelong learning, I think it's a great... Um, idea concept because there's no assessments, there's no exams, so you could just come in and actually just absorb the the lectures. That's the lifelong learning. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That absolutely is, and I mean, there's no upper age limit. There's nothing, you know. That is just for the sheer enjoyment and satisfaction of learning. Mm. You know, and I think that might be something that attracts people that maybe yeah. have thought, I don't, I myself don't like exams and I struggled yeah, with exams for, sure. for years, but you yeah. know, you just have to do yeah. them. But I think if it's somebody that is thinking of maybe, you know, partaking in yeah. studying in later life, sure. that it would be appealing Absolutely. to them. Absolutely. Yeah. And one of the lovely things about the lifelong learning courses that we offer in UCD is that some of them are offered in cultural centres around town, like the Chester Beatty Library or the National Library. I mean, wonderful places. Mm. And we forget that they're actually there. And can be utilised yeah. by everybody. That's and they're the free. Thing. Yeah, yeah. The library you know, is an amazing yeah. space. Be- beautiful it's absolutely spaces. stunning. Yeah. yeah. And Art then, galleries and everything, you know. Exactly. And then for like four um, access programmes the, themselves, um, is there anything basically when you apply because a lot of people might have financial concerns um, okay. is there grants okay. available sure or? well anybody you see these courses are part time okay. so unfortunately there are fees attached to part time courses because the state doesn't support part time courses in the way that they do full time courses but because of that in house we if anybody's on long term social welfare payments mm. we can give the fees half fees which okay. is amazing. So it is. And, can you know, it doesn't have to be paid in a lump sum. Um, I should mention that I didn't mention the Access to Seam course. So the Access to Seam course brings people off into the areas of science, engineering, agricultural science and medicine. And a big bonus now is that we're actually going to get access into veterinary wow. medicine. So we're delighted with that. That's very new. It's only coming on stream now. Which is Unbelievable. It's a great opportunity for people. Yeah, definitely. And I think like for myself, like when I I did an access course um, for Trinity, um, the first year of the access program for Trinity. And I think what you learn as well there when you have the mix of older and younger students is, you know, it's invaluable. Like you may not think 
you might think oh, I'm too old for this or I won't be able to, you know, it's so different now or whatever. But like I remember being in Joyce studies in the Ulysses and there were people in that actual class who are a lot older than me who knew so much about the actual Dublin from uh, like those the slang phrases that you sure. know people were confused yeah. about and they yeah. knew them from their childhood and yeah. it was just really interesting to have someone else's opinion on it a yeah. different spin on it so I think you know old, older people you, are so valuable to the education system oh, in absolutely. that way but I mean age just doesn't arise mature yeah. students are just cracking students and that's all about it mm. you know they come to university or they come to the access course because they've you know They've wanted or they've been thinking about this maybe for years. Yeah. And this is the first time that they're just going to give themselves a chance to test the water, see what it's like. I mean, sometimes people find out that it's not what they thought it was going to be. So that's a very good outcome from an access course is that somebody decides, no, I've given that a try. It's not for me. I'm going to go off and do something else. Mm. But if you had that impetus, you had that dream of maybe perhaps just going back to education. I think it's just it's such a great like program to have for it people. Is. And I mean. So many of us as adults have kind of a monkey on our back with, oh, God, I didn't get maths in my leaving Mm. cert. I didn't actually get the leaving cert. So that's it. That's the end of it. That is not the end of it. Yeah. You know, we need to talk. And my job is to get more mature students into UCD. Like we you it's easy to apply for an access course, but you really need to kind of look and see what's out there Mm. and what's available to you and what suits you, you know, it's it's kind of like we choose supermarkets yeah, uh, and we go to the place where it suits us best. So we really have to look at universities in kind of the same way. We wouldn't stick our kids into a school that we didn't think was the right fit for them. Mm, exactly. And I think that's the thing, because I think a lot of people maybe feel that universities are closed off to them. They're in other yeah. worlds, as mm-hmm. we said. But something... With the access courses, the access program, you don't have to fully meet the admission requirements. No. And that's the most important thing. So as you said, the, you the may access not have, course yeah. is your new admissions requirement. Yeah. You know, you you are going to be assessed on an access course and you have to meet the grades. But when you meet the grades, that's your ticket in. Which is, uh, I, I, I like for me, that was, it's like Willy Wonka. Like, it is, really. Because yeah. there was no way that like my family would have been able to afford like yeah. for Trinity or there was yeah. no way I was, I was yeah. the kind of student that did well at what I liked yes. and then didn't do but so well at everything do. else. Yeah. Like, so you get so, to play to your strengths. Exactly. And yeah. it felt like an even playing field then because yeah. that was, that slate was wiped clean. You know, exactly. it didn't matter about yeah. your maths, it didn't matter yeah. about science. It was yeah. just what yeah. you wanted to do. Yeah. And I think that's the best thing about a, an access course. It's like, yeah, yeah you're playing to your strengths. Yeah. Definitely. Um, like we have an access mascot that students came up with one year because they were fed up hearing us saying all the time, look, take this. It's like eating an elephant. Take it one <laughs> bite at a time. So we have a little knitted elephant who's our, our mascot. So the whole thing is about taking it one bite at a time. It's about learning everything from kind of efficient note taking to what it's like to sit in a lecture what it's like to be in the library, to use the library effectively, how to write an academic essay. We can't expect people to know this when they come Mm, in. So we're set up to teach adult learners how to do all of this stuff. And you would be surprised because 
I mean, when I actually then started in college, when I started in Trinity, then um, the other people that came through, let's say, like the Leaving Cert stream, yeah. they were also, we were at a more, we had a better advantage. You were in insiders already. Yeah, exactly. You knew the ropes. We knew what to do. We knew your, yeah. like, your footnotes, your bibliography, yeah. everything like that. And yeah. we were kind of like, God, we didn't even learn that in school. Yeah. Like, so, I, I mean, it's, it helps you so yeah. much. I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, if you want... It's, it will just break those barriers mm-hmm. down where you feel yeah. like there is a them and us kind of situation or you feel mm-hmm. a bit intimidated, as I said, by the world of academia. Yeah. Um, an access course is just the best thing for just getting you involved and making you realise it's not that scary. I know. And I wish I had a few cent for every time somebody says to me, am I going to be the oldest in the class? <laughs> Everybody thinks they're going to be the oldest in the class. Like there's no upper age limit. So you could be in a class with somebody who's in their 70s, mm. late 70s is probably the oldest that we've had but we're open we say like from from 22, 23 up to 102 but you know but we're open to extending that and that's the beauty of it like because you do you never stop learning in life you never stop learning so you know put that to the test then absolutely yeah, yeah. so I mean yeah. for people if they want more information can they go on a website for Absol- you or? oh look absolutely the easiest thing is probably just to say UCD access courses throw it into your search engine mm. and, and it'll come up and, that, and it's comprehensive there. There's everything there that you need that we discussed just here now. Like Absolutely. you have everything there. Yeah, yeah. 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 So and but I'd just like yeah. to mention that we do have a UCD festival, which is entirely open to the public. And the Rings and Rock School are actually going to be performing at it that which day. Which is our own Dylan here on sound. So we're all very familiar with Dylan's work. So that's amazing. When is that? Okay, taking place? so that's on the 11th of June from two until six over 100 free events it's absolutely brilliant it really is and here in the in this community center here all details available here yep so we have them here and if you want any further information on that or anything else we discussed there you can email ourselves at rickradio2020 at gmail.com that's r-i-c-c radio 2020 at gmail.com and if you go out to the festival that will give you a great you know chance to actually wander around and have a look at the campus itself and might even hear me singing because I'm in the choir oh there you go (laughs) another layer to your Uh, talents absolutely (laughs) anyway thanks a million for coming in and chatting to us that was great thank you it was my pleasure you're listening to rick radio's community news desk podcast i'm back with owen megan from news four uh you're very welcome and he's here again to talk us through the new issue which will be coming out on what day around the 10th of um june so friday 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 the 10th yeah Yeah. friday Friday week yeah great yeah, yeah so it's going to be busy as ever now busy and bumper bumper Issue again once more, yeah. Um, very busy this time because we have uh, oh, there's so many things coming up, like with the summer and mm. all those kinds of things. Um, Bloomsday, of course, is 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 the big one. Um, which is the sixteenth, sixteenth of June, yeah. yeah. Um, Bloomsday, as everybody knows, is the day James Joyce uh, set his his uh, masterpiece Ulysses, uh, and um, it's been after a hiatus of two years. We've uh, they're back again now with all the celebrations and people dressing up as um, Bloom and Molly and whatever. So, um, but it's exciting this time because we have um, a lot of stuff in actually in Ring's End. Um, there's a reenactment of Joyce and Nora's first date when they when they actually first met and and they he brought Nora to Ring's End and they walked around the park and uh, 
all that and there's a reenactment of that and it starts at 10 in the morning 10 a.m okay. 10 a.m uh, just outside the yacht uh, the yacht pub so if anybody wants to go to that um go the, along that time and then there is also lots of other events one in the library at 11 o'clock there's a lecture by um cormac uh, louth a uh, local historian and um, oh, and very important, there's a here, right here in the community centre at uh, 12.15, there's a brunch meeting mm. and um, with the talks and music and all kinds of things happening here in, in the community centre. There will centre. be. And Karen from our Retro Cafe is providing uh, some gorgeous little treats for everybody. So I was just about to say that Karen <laughs> will be providing the, 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 the food and the others as well. And um, so it's going to be really good. And there's going to be music by Emily uh, Conway, a uh, jazz uh, duet. Um, she has an amazing voice. She really has. So uh, people can try and get along to that. They, sh- they really should. Yeah, they really should. I mean, like that's the thing. I mean, obviously, everybody that goes to any Bloomsday events, it doesn't matter if you've read Ulysses or not. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, it's a nice, it's a different kind of day out. and It's, it's it, a different kind of day out, yeah. And I mean, we all we all have heard of, of Ulysses, whether we've read it or not. And uh, we, we know the, you know, the main th- features like... The Martello Tower, yep, Sandy Mount uh, Strand, Sandy Mount Strand, uh, Barney Kieran's pub, mm-hmm. Eccles Street, all the, all over Dublin. But a lot of people wouldn't be so, you know, familiar that Rings End played such an important part in Joyce and yeah. uh, Nora Barnacle's um, um, meeting. Joyce actually stayed with a friend of his the, the night before, and he uh, in 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 Shelburne Road, and he met Nora, and they the, said they came to Rings End, and that's a really Something that that's not so much so well known, like yeah. that Rings End has such an important part to play in, it is personal in the story history. of Joyce and Nora, and of course in Ulysses as well. So it's great to see so many things. There are actually loads of other things. I've only mentioned a few of them now, mm. but you, <coughs> sorry, you can actually you, you can see the whole list of of all the the events that are happening in uh, on Bloomsday in in the paper. And um, there's loads of things actually happening in, in, in Rings End. There are also other things happening in Ballsbridge, in Herbert Park, um, and all around, of course, as yeah, well, in the locality. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's something to look forward to, yeah. And we have lots of stuff about that in, in the paper. Yeah, with lots of different perspectives about <coughs> Bloomsday itself. Absolutely, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. yeah, we have indeed. And as well as that, we have, there is a, a Van Gogh exhibition happening in the RDS yeah, which yeah. is a huge, it's that an immersive it's thing. An immersive. It's, I yeah. don't actually know uh, how to begin to describe it. It's an immersive, interactive experience. Yeah. color, everything. You, apparently you're, you're like in the middle of, of, of his... Um, his paintings, in the starry paintings, night yeah, yeah. paintings, starry and the night, yeah, sunflowers, the you feel like you're actually in it, basically. Crows, all yeah. those ones. And it's, it's, it's apparently, and I would really urge everyone to book tickets and get along to mm. it and... and, and um, it's well worth it. I, you know, it's around 20 euros or something like that to, just to go. Yeah. You have to book online. But we have a big feature on, on that. And that's going to be the big thing in the summertime over the next couple of months. I think it's, it's going till the end of August or something like mm. that. But we have in the paper, all the details in the paper anyway. And that that's, that's going to be a big thing, you know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's one of those things that you have to really go and experience yeah, yourself. Like, you really have. You yeah. really have. To it's experience. stunning. It is stunning. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. We also have a feature. Um, in the, in the in this issue on um Iceland okay yeah we have a up and coming um, writer our new Irish writer Michelle Walsh is her name and she's been to Iceland on a writing retreat 
and she's she's covered a lot, all of that and talked about the country and the beautiful scenery and mm. everything. So that's that's uh, something that I'm quite excited about. And we travel back, well, we hope, Air- back, once yeah. the airports yeah. get sorted. <laughs> she, she talks about the Harper Hall, beautiful Harper Hall in, in um, Reykjavik mm. and also the Gullfoss waterfalls, which is beautiful. And the, the geysers and the, and the, and the lagoon and, and, the lagoons yeah. and all that. She, she talks all about that. And um, that, that sounds, that's, on, that's a really good article as well. And also our own Louise did a, did an interview with uh, Pierce Rooney. Uh, oh, you, you, okay, you, from know, you all know Pierce. Here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pierce is from um, uh, a local lad, a DJ and music uh, entrepreneur and mm-hmm. just about uh, everything, yeah. And uh, he actually started off in here in the community centre. He did, he did and indeed. he has his space now outside the centre here where he teaches. He does, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, yeah, he, do, he teaches and um, think DJ and music, yeah, all kinds does, of things. Yeah. Mean, uh, so there's a two-page spread on, on Pierce Great. Uh, that Louise has written. Uh, as you know, we do a poetry or, or literature yeah. s- section every, every issue as well. And when I became editor, I decided I wanted to um, broaden that out and um, introduce short stories as well. Mm. Uh, so I started a short story um, section and we have um, uh, regular short stories from people. But in this issue, we have, uh, I'm very excited to announce that we have a short story by two 10-year-old girls. Written oh, by two amazing. Girls. Amazing girls. Their names are Cassie Byrne and Maya Harrington. Great. And the story they've written is, is called The Zebra with the Pink Mohawk. Lovely. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful little story and it's about uh, bullying and the effects ah. of bullying has on children. And, mm. um, and it's a lovely heartwarming story as well. I really hope everybody reads it. And that's great. I mean, I remember like growing up, we used to have in primary school, there was mm. a, the write a book project that you could do. And like I really just got kids kind of involved in formulating stories and letting their imaginations go so I mean it's great to have a resource there with like with the the newspaper with News 4 itself just to be able to you know do that for younger readers and get them encourage them and you know get them started early because get them started out yeah and that's something I might even think about going forward like maybe having a a, a, a page for young, young, mm. younger readers, or you know, maybe for even, you know, fill the dots or whatever, something like that. Yeah, for something like that, that would be a, a good idea going forward. I've been thinking about that. But people can still send in. They can still. Oh, can still send in. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, uh, all, oh, ages. Yeah, all ages, all ages, yeah. all ages, and please do. I mean, I'd encourage people if if anyone listen to this, if you uh, have a good sh- short story. So how short story. are we talking with the short story space wise? Um, uh, we're talking about around a thousand words. Okay. Yeah, around yeah. that twelve hundred. Yeah. You know that, uh, or even uh, this this current one is this is the zebra with the pink mohawk is is less than that. But it doesn't matter if it's less or more. Well, uh, not more. We don't than want too much. We don't want Ulysses level here now. <laughs> no, no. We, I think one one James Joyce is enough to celebrate. Exactly. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we have. Um, yeah, around a thousand words. It's Great. fine, and also poetry. Poetry. If you're a if yeah. you're a poet, um, and you write, and, and we have some lovely poems in 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 this issue as well. So that that's that's that. Oh, and we have a very uh, exciting um, feature on O'Reilly's Pub. Okay. Just up the road in Sandymount. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> in Sandymount Village, uh, O'Reilly's Pub is celebrating one hundred years. Okay. Uh, in June, in June, coming coming up in this month, next month, well, tomorrow, uh, and there, and there, yeah, and hundred years, and there we did a feature on that, uh, the history of the pub, the history of the O'Reilly family, and the whole thing. It, it, it goes into it goes into all that how the pub changed. There is such years. a deep 
rich history behind uh, like Dublin pubs, well, Irish pubs in general, but you know, there definitely is like, I mean, apart from just the fact of like famous regulars or whatever, Mm. there's also just actually the story, there's a lot of history behind them that people might not have heard about, uh, which is so interesting, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, uh, O'Reilly's being what it is, I mean, and, and, and being where it is. And uh, it, all, it had a lot of very famous people, mm. like, you know, Shea Messini used to be a regular mm. there, um, and um, Shea Healy as well, and lots, yeah. of, lots of famous people like that. So uh, they're having a big a big um, weekend celebration in, 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 in June. And um, we talked to, uh, in the interview, we talked to Dave O'Mahony, the, the manager and bar, very popular barman in, in, in O'Reilly. So... Um, that's that's a that's centenary, and we have two centenaries we're covering in in the paper as well. Okay. The other one is the Garda. The Garda ah. Yeah, there oh, the yeah. Garda the the Garda Shikana was set up in February 1922, and established. And uh, by August, uh, the old um, um, RIC, I think it was called. Yeah. They they were they were disbanded, and the Garda have been, um, I think, very successfully and very well. Um, Keeping us safe for the last hundred <laughs> years, and it's um, and it's not just about the you know there it's more now community mm. policing and uh, integrating with the with the community and and schools. Yeah, we actually did a feature on that ourselves. Yeah, 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 that's right. And uh, so we have a we have feature feature on that. I can show all that we, we show all the different uniforms and how they changed over the years and all that. So, so which is so interesting. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. 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 So some people don't like the new new in, new uniform that's coming out now but you can see what you think anyway and then the the diversity of the actual people that are joining the guards now as that's well that's right like yeah that's yeah you have thing. people from, from different uh, backgrounds different and different background religions and different yeah and, yeah uh, religions you say and uh, it, it, it's it's yeah it's it, it's very good so yeah yeah so tell us about the feature about is it Macross? yeah the the our cover story is uh well it, it features uh, Muckras Park House uh, and uh, I'm not really going to go into much detail it's it's there's um, questions about uh, some people want the, that the whole park rezoned okay. and that park will be rezoned and houses built and whatever mm. that and be a lot of it and uh, there is a bit of controversy there so uh, that's that's our cover story and uh, slightly I mean Muckras Park House itself which is built 100 years ago by uh, pa- Patrick Cranny and um uh, uh, it was originally owned by the Plunkets uh, as well, and that that's a preserved uh, a building, you know, so that's okay. But there's parts of it at the back which was belonged to the Dominican uh, um, nurse, uh, sisters, uh, and and there's a convent and there's a chapel and whatever, and that's that the Dominican sisters have sold at Mocker's Park there a couple of years ago, uh, so there's a, some developer owns it now, and there's. Tension, tension, exactly. That mm. it, some of it may be demolished, iron. and then with the uh, with the uh, terrible calamity of the O'Reilly House. Mm. In people may know about that in Herbert Park, the O'Reilly. Uh, he was he was a uh, uh, one of the people who participated in the nineteen sixteen rising, yeah. and he was shot by British uh, soldiers and died. I think it was in Henry Street. He bled to death, and but he was he he was very famous. Um, and his house on Herbert Park, unfortunately, was before it could be, um, you know, um, 
protect it. It was it was an unfortunate knockdown. Okay. Um, which I think is you know institutional vandalism. Well, I, I mean, think. this is a big topic of conversation. Yeah, I think big, for yeah, everything yeah, to do yeah, with Dublin yeah, City Council, and it's been happening so, so yeah. Many, so I and like, what is it that we want the city to be mm, like? Um, yeah. I mean, do mm. we want it to be a collection of anonymous hotels, exactly. or do we want it to actually feature and integrate like our historical, you yeah, know? Yeah background um and that's that's a huge issue i think yeah definitely exactly, that's yeah, always is, going yeah, to be prevalent is, yeah. and as well as that it was a beautiful old house as well actually architecturally and structurally it was really really beautiful as well but um we don't want muckers park house um and patrick cranny's house to go the, mm. the same way um i don't there is no immediate danger now i i, I should say that it's going to that that's going to happen but we have to keep our eye on the ball and on things like that, you know. Yeah, so, definitely. And, and that's the great thing about, you know, News 4 being this mm, resource for local history mm, and yeah, for people to be yeah, aware of these issues yeah, that yeah. you may not be aware of because they're not in the mm. actual big broadsheets or anything like that. Yeah, and exactly, this is yeah. where these kind of campaigns can start near the beginnings start, of something exactly. and just to raise awareness for people. Yeah, well, we love to cover a local history and then we even encourage people like who are writers if they... If they, if they have a, have a local history story to send it into us and who knows you know yeah. we examine everything and we talk to them if it's up to standard we will we will publish it and know? if it's something that they're passionate about passionate then so about, yeah, that comes across to readers <coughs> then obviously of course absolutely, yeah. yeah 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 so this i mean this potential um rezoning of part of the land at Muckers Park and the colleges and all that it's something that's a little bit worrying and mm. uh, we're just going to keep an eye on that that that's yeah. suffice it to say you know yeah so that's the major cover story major for this story, this yeah, new yeah, issue, yeah. yeah. Major cover story, yeah, yeah. Great. So that's and then we also, of course, we do we do, oh yeah, we're covering all the summer films that are, mm-hmm. that are happening all, uh, all around. Um, and what else? Which obviously will be Maverick will have to be in there. Or yeah, 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 yeah. So Tom Cruise's return to Top Gun. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is like breaking records everywhere. So yeah, and getting really. amazing critical acclaim as well. So you yeah, know, no bad thing for whatever age he is now. Tom yeah, still yeah, running absolutely. around He's with the best of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be too excited about going to myself. <laughs> but, yeah. Sorry, Tom, if you listen to this. <laughs> yeah, if you listen, we're done now. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, there are loads of uh, loads of really good films actually yeah. in the summertime. Yeah, you know, because again, like uh, like with Bloomsday, as we talked about earlier, there's been a hiatus of of mm. the last two years of nothing happening, and, yeah. and the cinemas been closed and whatever. So. So there's options out there. That's the thing for people for the summer. If you're mm. taking, you know, family days out, that kind of thing, yeah, and then yeah. yeah, and then other non, you know, family centric days out as well. Uh, there, exactly. There's something there for everybody yeah, exactly. to kind of get out and do and explore. And it doesn't have to be uh, money focused either. It can, no, like it free events. It's, like there's, there's a whole loads of free events of, and loads of different yeah. things happening. Uh, and like I was saying, in, in the Bloomsday thing, thing, there are loads of, of uh, free events and th- things happening. Mm. A walking tour in, in Ringsend as well, which starts, I think, at two o'clock in the afternoon. Anyway, all the details are in. Are in, are in and I actually did a great walking tour for Bloomsday last year. Mm. Um, and I, I would, like, that was my first time doing anything for Bloomsday, even though mm. I did 
Ulysses I did study it um, and I'd never done anything before and I think it's really worthwhile um, for anybody who has any kind of interest because it's not even just about as I said it's not even just about the book itself but it actually goes into like just the history of that period of time and like shows you different spots where mm-hmm. and tells you the stories behind those places those like hidden away kind of venues and right, yes, you know that yes. you may not have come across before and it was That's really quite, really yeah. interesting just yes. about like you know the the grind and poverty at the time and, yes, and yes. um just the social disease and, and and anything like that and it was fascinating so i would encourage anybody even if they've read the book or not to to maybe go out and do a walking tour absolutely and i mean as you said the the city has changed so much mm. and there was so much poverty and there's so much it, it you know ulysses does actually bring up a lot of the, and the history of, of, of all that. Yeah. I mean, for example, what, when you're walking down Lee's Terrace, which featured in, in the book, um, and you look at, at, at in, in Ulysses, you have uh, Stephen Dedalus walking mm. along Sandy Mount Strand, that yeah. famous quotation, and he looks up and he sees uh, two sisters that he was walking yeah. down the steps of Lee's Terrace. And when you, when you walk down there today, you look out and you see, you know, um, well, you actually see Sla- Clannagale, uh, which is which is, is 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 fantastic as well. But you realise, oh God, it has changed so much mm. in a hundred years. Like obviously, that's all been reclaimed from from the from the sea. Yeah. At that time, a hundred years ago, when Joyce was writing, um, the, the sea actually came up nearly to, mm. to, to the East Terrace, you know. Which is yep. Yeah, so I mean, it is just so, worthwhile. So much change and so yeah. much, so much, and so much local history and so much things. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's good. Oh, I, I wanted to mention as well, um, we all know the Irish Charles Centre mm. uh, here in... Um, and in, it, it's just around the corner from us here. Uh, and it's, it's, it's really deals with... The, at the moment, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of a centre for uh, elderly people, whatever mm-hmm. we meet. But they're going to be revamping the, the Irish Charles Centre and they're going to try and reimagine it as more of a community centre and, and, and have a lot of exciting things um, in, in the future about that. So we have a small article on that and we'll be, we'll be covering that again as they progress and whatever they're going to be doing, you know. So there's exciting times ahead. Yeah, and that's that. it. There's a lot there to look out for then in the, this new issue. Up, yeah. Yeah, a lot yeah. of things coming up. A lot of things in the issue. Of course, all our regular things, sport and um, uh, the crosswords and all the different uh, re- regular different bits and pieces that's great so that's um, you can pick that up on Friday June 10th and thanks so much Owen for coming in and talking to us thank you very much Jennifer for having me thanks my thanks to Owen Megan editor of News 4 our local newspaper here and to Tom and Coogan the Mature Years Access Coordinator at UCD and if you do want to get in touch with ourselves here about anything that you've heard on today's show or if you have an event that you want to promote um, you can contact us here at rickradio2020 at gmail.com that's radio 2020 at gmail.com now if you are promoting an event just give us about two weeks notice because this is a podcast it's not a live show um, and as ever my thanks to Dylan and Daniel on sound from myself Jennifer Gannon have a great week Stay safe and we'll talk to you next Monday at 12 noon.